you know, hearing your voice, <laughs> opera is certainly within reach. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> Thank gospel you. is what I heard. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like to dabble in the both of them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, absolutely wonderful range, Thank beautiful you. tone. Thank you. Uh, and just a, a just an amazing control. Thank you. As well. Thank you. From, from the very high... Mm loud to the very high soft thank to you. <laughs> thank yeah you. just the control thank um it's just very impressive this episode of the imperative podcast is produced and distributed by be connected a social media management firm in northeast wisconsin Welcome to episode four of the Amperatif podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank so uh, my guest is uh, Maya Barber. Hello. So Maya, um, how do you spell your last name? Barber like the barbershop. B-A-R-B-E-R. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one of the programs had it spelled B-A-R-B-E-R-E. Was it the native way? Or it might, way? Yeah, it might have been like a, a, mm-hmm. a, I think that was the Estonian mm-hmm. program. And mm-hmm. so maybe that's how they would spell barber mm-hmm. in Estonian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's always spelled different ways. Y- yeah, okay. So I, I got really confused mm-hmm. when I was, so I tried to do a little bit of research. And, <laughs> and I was searching the internet and I'm like, I wonder if that E should really be there. <laughs> no, it's not supposed to be there. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, yeah. So the E... Uh, uh, I, I, I did drop the E and continued my research. So we'll, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. So. I would love to know what you found. <laughs> I'm going to keep you waiting. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, episode four of mm. Amperitif podcast. So Amperitif is a play on words, uh, sort of. So uh, aperitif, have you heard that word before? No, I have not. Um, if you look at the bar here behind us, um, do you see the the bottles of red liquid? Yes. There's one called Aperol. Uh-huh. That is a type of aperitif. Oh. So uh, aperitif is a word for a kind of a sweet drink that you mm. have before a meal. Oh. Yeah, and it's sort of intended to be an appetizer. Oh, wow. So I added the M mm-hmm. in amperitif for, uh-huh. for two reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, amperitif.com is available. Mm-hmm. So that was the first reason. <laughs> okay, that works. Yep. That mm-hmm. works. And then uh, Amp, uh, I actually have a business called uh, Amp It Up Digital. Wow. Uh, focused on the music industry and entertainment. And so Amp is also kind of a nod to the music industry. Wow. So Amperitif. So there you have it. Good for you. You do a little bit of everything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I, I do, um, which um, if you're in my family, um, you know, you kind of wonder, like, you know, uh, is, they call my parents, my kids call me a, a workaholic. <laughs> yeah. So there there's some side effects, too. But I do. I like to be in a lot of things. Gosh, um, good for you. So. Uh, anyway, um, so this is episode four, and our guest is Maya Barber, as I said. And um, for uh, uh, this is a new podcast, so Hi. obviously, right with you know only four episodes. Good for you. Um, my first three guests were all people that I've known for for quite a while. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I like to start out with a little bit of how do I know my guest. So um, 
Maya and I mm-hmm. are um, uh, have known each other for I think five or six days, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, we happen to be uh, part of the same music festival, mm-hmm, the Festival mm-hmm, of Three, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, a, a music festival in the Baltics mm-hmm. in uh, Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. So we had concerts in Helsinki, Finland, mm-hmm. Riga, Latvia, and the last one in uh, Tallinn, Estonia. Yeah. So we are, how should you say, world-renowned. Right? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Maya, the, mm-hmm. the lovely Maya, was, uh, I would say, the headliner <laughs> of, of this event. <laughs> Not intended. Not intended. <laughs> so, um, but a solo artist mm-hmm. who uh, came to be part of the festival mm-hmm. and uh, was featured. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you did uh, a few solo pieces, mm-hmm. but then you also did... Uh, a combined mm-hmm. piece with uh, mm-hmm. combined choirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, just a joy to listen to, a Thank joy to, to watch perform. Thank you. In a, in a little bit, remind me, I'm going to maybe share one of my favorite performance ah. moments. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but uh, Amperitif, mm-hmm. part of Amperitif, I, I kind of say uh, cocktails and conversation. Mm-hmm. So we, we start uh, the first segment of every episode is a cocktail. Um, and uh, it's a cocktail typically prepared by uh, the Imperativ podcast mixologist, Lulu, oh, wow. uh, who I hired on Fiverr, by the way. What's Fiverr? Oh, it's, a, it's like Upwork. Are you familiar with Upwork? No. no. They're, they're websites you can hire people to do just like if you can think of something you want somebody to do and you can pay them a little bit to do it. Uh, wow. That, that's what this is. So uh, Lulu is uh, originally from Italy. Really? And she currently lives in London. Wow. And she uh, crafts all of these custom cocktails that we make for for the show. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, um, Mm -hmm. today's cocktail uh, is a little bit of a, a, I'll say, uh, an improvisation. Okay. All right. So Maya, uh, you don't drink. I do not. So this is a mocktail. Uh, and uh, and so um, I'm just going to describe really briefly okay. what's in it. It's pretty simple. It's but, cute. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, we should get a, a picture of that if you don't mind. Yeah. I'm going to take this and okay. I'm going to hold it up to the camera. I'm um, usually I like to have it all kind of set up mm-hmm. and I'll take a, a professional picture. Cute. Um, and so I'm just going to see if I can get this in frame a little bit so that we can um, uh, maybe crop it out mm-hmm. later. Um, or maybe I'll I'll do one of those. Um, I'll make it after the fact and take a picture. But you know you have to have something for Instagram yeah, and for sure. you know Pinterest <laughs> and all of those things. <laughs> the, the recipe oh. will be published on the Amperity uh, <laughs> podcast blog. Um, so, uh, but anyway, the uh, um, uh, today's drink from mm-hmm. Maya is uh, it's a, a mix of orange juice. Sprite and um, grenadine. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, very simple. Uh, something you could easily make at home. You probably have all those ingredients. I sure do. Uh, <laughs> or maybe some uh, 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 cherry juice if you, wow. if you don't have grenadine. Can I try some now? Yeah, please. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, so, super cute. Yeah, give it a try. Let's see. And so, um, mm. yeah. You know, I just brushed my teeth, and it's mixing very well. 
flakes of toothpaste. <laughs> wow. Mm. That is really good. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you like wow, it. Wow, yeah, thank so you. Pretty simple, yeah. though. You'll, you'll, you probably won't have to work too hard to remember what's in that. I won't. Yeah. I'll make it every night. <laughs> uh, wonderful. So, uh, okay. <clears throat> um. So that was kind of a quick run through. We we usually um, the cocktail mm. is prepared uh. Um, uh, on you know the podcast, uh. and that's part of part of the deal. But okay. uh, we are here, as you can see, uh, again mm. at the at the in the hotel lobby mm. of the mm. hotel we're staying in. Do you know the name of the hotel? Socos something Vida. <laughs> You're doing better than me. I couldn't remember. <laughs> We've been in so many different hotels yeah. on this trip. Uh, and and so uh, they were gracious enough to let me use the the space here in the lobby, and mm-hmm. of course there's a wonderful bar for a for a backdrop, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so uh, obviously not in my normal set, mm-hmm. uh, and so I had the the, the wonderful uh, Ero, mm-hmm. our bartender here in the back, mm-hmm. who you can see wandering around there. Um, that's spelled E E R O, if you're wondering. Okay, <clears throat> I did not think that was it. Sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so he uh, he's been gracious of en- enough to to prepare wow, uh, some cocktails, and so we didn't get that on camera. But um, uh, in any case, uh, you know that's uh, kind of the, again mm-hmm. the first uh, segment mm-hmm. of the podcast. So from here, I'd like to kind of go in uh, and really th- this podcast is about mm-hmm. people who are pursuing their passions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Typically, it's uh, music, could mm-hmm. be entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, acting, modeling—it's—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's, it's some kind of passion that you have that mm-hmm. sort of, I think, to most would be like irrational mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. ways, or maybe it would be mm-hmm. impractical mm-hmm. at, at mm-hmm. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so uh, I love talking to people mm-hmm. who have said, you know what, I just, I, I, this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I'm going to find a way to do it. Yeah. And then and then hearing about their story, mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. some advice. Yeah. Uh, and so, I guess to start the conversation, mm-hmm. I'd like to just ask. Um, again, we're at the Festival of Three, so tell me yeah. a little bit about how you got invited to to come here and sing yeah. in this festival. So, um, Dr. Kevin Meidel, he um, attended the um, ACDA conference, which is American Choral Directors Association, and they, that's where another, a lot of choirs come, and they just presented the different types of music, and there, my choir, we sang Joy to the World from The Preacher's Wife, and he heard me sing that solo, and so he reached out to me a couple of days later, and he told me that he wanted me to come sing with his choir um, in Wisconsin, and then a couple of weeks later, he taught me about the Festival of Three, and he said he wanted me to be the soloist on the Robert Ray piece, and so from there on, here I am. That's great. So yeah. uh, what I heard is that uh, Dr. Kevin Meidel is a stalker. <laughs> so he heard you uh, perform, and I, I mean that in the nicest way possible. But no, he heard you perform, and he's like, I have got to find a way to get that woman uh, into some, you know, some of my uh, uh, performances. So, yeah, no, which which I appreciate. So it was a joy Thank to have you, you performing Thank with you. us. So Thank and an you. honor too. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, so, uh, like I said, I, I I went and did some research um, on Maya Barber. Okay. Fine. I'm starting to wonder, Maya, if that's a stage <laughs> name and you're still working on your story because I found nothing. <laughs> Did you really? 
Really? Yeah. Oh, and that's great. I got to tell you, I probably only had like 10 minutes because this was a little <laughs> bit of an impromptu uh, interview. Um, uh, you, uh, um, you were so gracious and accepted my, uh, my invitation to be on the podcast. And so uh, it was somewhat last minute to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to have you mm-hmm. join me. So I, I didn't really do a ton of preparation. Mm, um, okay. So we're going to be getting to know each other here All real right. time. Let's get into it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, didn't, I didn't find um, really anything. <laughs> Um, so let's start from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> uh, so clearly there's a passion for mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. Uh, choral music mm-hmm. uh, specifically, because that's what I got to witness mm-hmm. in uh, this festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, so talk to me a little bit. How did that start? Uh, and, you know, how did that take you from those probably very early mm-hmm. beginnings mm-hmm. To, to where you are today? Mm-hmm. Well, as far as I can remember, I've always been a singer. Um, my dad, when he was alive, I told I was told that he was a singer. Um, so I believe that I got my voice from him. Um, my family, my mother's side of the family isn't really musical. My great-grandmother, she was a singer. My grandma was a professional opera singer way before mm-hmm. I was born. So I guess you can say I was kind of born into it. But as far as pursuing the dream of be, wanting to be a singer, I would say I'm the only one to do that. Um, and so I just always sing, always sing in church choir, um, in middle school, I got into school choir. In high school, I started voice lessons at ninth grade. And I just continued to put myself in positions where I can be around music because that's what I love to do. And so I wanted to, um, I knew that I wanted to be a professional singer and actress uh, since I was about five years old. I remember I was sitting in a church uh, service and it, we had a guest pastor and he said, he, it was like kids Sunday and we had, they had all the kids on, the, on a bench. And he said, look at these kids over here. Most of them would say when they want to get out, they want to be a doctor or a lawyer or something, anything. He said, they might change their mind. And I remember saying, I'm not going to change my mind because I want to be a singer and actress. And so (laughs) still to this day, I'm still living in that dream. Um, And so I went on to college. I told Mama in in about seventh grade, I told her, I said, Mom, I'm not staying in Florida for school. I'm going to go to another place. I'm going to study music. And so I just want to warn you now to prepare yourself. So... Uh, she was prepared. I went off to college. I was a vocal performance major for about three years, and then I switched my major because of some challenges in that theory. I mean, in that degree, and so now I'm a human communications major with a minor in vocal performance. But throughout all of that, I've just always placed myself in places where I can be around music, um, more so gospel music or just any place that um, music that spoke to my soul. And so I just like to be around music and make sure I'm always singing. Um, yeah, just please putting myself in positions where I can be around music and to share the gift that I have. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So clearly it's it's been like I have always wanted yeah. to be a yeah. singer. You didn't sort of happen into it. No. It was very intentional. Yes. So you yes. pursued it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you told your mom, mm-hmm. I'm going to go mm-hmm. be a singer and an mm-hmm. actor, mm-hmm. did she tell you you were crazy? No. No? No, not at all. No, she said you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for her. I mean, because yeah. I've always been just dramatic. I've always been outspoken and just the different child. And so she knew it was in me. <laughs> the different child. The different child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we yeah. were talking a little bit uh, mm-hmm. earlier. You have mm-hmm. um, quite a few siblings, I do. actually. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. I have um, seven older brothers and three older sisters split between the mom and dad side. And um, I'm the baby of all of them, as we spoke before. Um, my oldest sibling is about 50-something. <laughs> <laughs> my youngest closest to me is about 24, 24. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so are any of them musical? Not to my knowledge. I think on my yeah. dad's side, um, they can hold a tune, sure. but they're not like pursuing it's, a degree. It's not pers- yeah. their pursuit. No, it's, yeah. you know, they might be musical, mm-hmm. you know, but it's mm-hmm. not, a, not a career for them. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So fascinating. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but you have that history in your family. You said your grandmother was an mm-hmm. opera singer? Mm-hmm. Now, she was an opera singer way before I was born, so I've never seen her sing it. I don't even have a recollection of her being there. Okay. She doesn't have any memories or anything, so it's okay. just kind of like word of mouth. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so it's there somewhere in, yeah. the, in, the, in the family mm-hmm. lineage, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They do say sometimes that things skip a generation. That's very true. So maybe... I think yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, so... Um, you know, hearing your voice, mm-hmm. opera is certainly within reach. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> gospel you. is what I heard. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like to dabble in the both of them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, absolutely wonderful mm, range, beautiful you. tone. Thank you. Uh, and just a, a just an amazing control. Thank you. As well. Thank you. From, from the very high... Mm. Loud to the very high soft Thank to you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. just the control. Thank um, you. Just very impressive. Thank so, you. Um, and uh, actually, uh, I recorded, as you know, I've mm-hmm. been recording our performances, mm-hmm. and so I have uh, a rough cut. Okay. Of uh, one of the songs that you performed. Okay. With, um, let's see, uh, it's escaping my memory right offhand. I think it was called Trust and Never Doubt. Is that my, am I getting the name right? Um, or is he it, Never Failed Me Yet. He Never Failed Me Yet. Yes. Okay, so I, it, it, Trust and Never Doubt is part mm-hmm, of the, is, mm-hmm. it is in the lyrics. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I think when I was recording, I just, mm-hmm. that's how I saved the mm-hmm. file. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so we're going to listen to that. Okay, is this one of your favorite moments? Uh, yes, actually, okay. this, uh, this contains one of my favorite moments. Okay. So when, when you, were, I think it was in this song. Uh, we can watch the video and maybe okay. see, but um, there was something happening with your eyelashes. <laughs> and yes. uh, you, you peeled them off and yeah. set them on the piano, I think. <laughs> and. Uh, and, and so, but you just yeah. kept rolling, you know, you singing the music, you and to. you know. But clearly, there were oh, uh, there was a there was a wardrobe malfunction was. there. Thank you so much for <laughs> capturing that. Oh my gosh, I, because I knew that people look crazy when they only have one big eyelash on and one off. Yes. And so I did not want that to be a distraction to the piece. And so I was, I felt it coming off. So I said, okay, let me just take it off. And I can't just have only one false eyelash on, so I had to take them both off. I just put them in the thing. <laughs> God. <laughs> and it was these two older women sitting in front of me, and they were just so tickled. They were laughing so hard. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what I love about oh, live music, you know, yes. and, and live performances. You never know what's going to happen. And, you know, clearly uh, a, a consummate professional, because you just sailed right through it like nothing was happening. I'm just going to take these off, set these right here, and, oh, you know. Oh, my God. You, you might have been in the middle of, you know, some, you know, crazy, um, I don't know, oh, whatever. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I laughed out loud, but I did <laughs> smile, very large smile. I was like, that's, that's great. Oh, I love that. Gosh. 
So, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah. So that was my favorite oh, moment. God. Of, I, love I know, that. isn't that funny though? I love that. You know, all the great performances, <laughs> and it was the eyelashes. That's that's what. Um, oh, that's man. what I'm going to remember. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's take a listen. For sure. Um, all right. So here it is. And what did you say the name of the song was? I got it wrong. He never failed me yet. He never failed me. Yeah. Okay. So rough cut. I did no editing.
said on this um, trip that it's not an easy thing to get a standing ovation in, in Europe. Like, they don't just hand those out. <laughs> so you should feel honored. Um, I, I, I know as, uh, as a musician, as a, as a musician, you're, right now you're going through all the things that you want to fix and you want to change and you want to do just a little bit better, a little different. And so, because we're, we're all perfectionists, right? That's just sort of part of the territory. Yeah, so, so I know that's what's going on in your mind right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's a little different hearing the, the recording so up close. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, uh-huh. oh, that's what I sounded like. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, so um, just so you know, it, yeah, that, that was a rough cut. You know, it's, uh, I'll say your vocal part's probably a little louder than it was in, oh, in person uh, mm-hmm, um, because mm-hmm. one of my cameras mm-hmm. was literally right next to the speaker, oh, like right in good, front of it. Good. Yeah. So it, mm-hmm. it came out a little bit louder and I just mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to kind of balance no, it all it's out. Good. No, it's a great rough cut. It's a great rough cut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, wonderful experience. Um, clearly, if 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 you see, maybe we'll put in some of the video into the the final version of the podcast. But you'll you'll see the energy that you that Maya puts into into the performance, and so uh, it's just a complete package. You know, you've you've got the just clear, amazing voice. You've got the energy and the passion. And and I'll say one of the I'll say my second favorite moment. Was uh, you actually in in one of the pieces you did in our first performance? It looked mm-hmm. like you were crying. Yes, I did. I cried um, our first performance and last night as well in the same song. Yeah, Precious Lord. Yeah, Precious Lord. Um, it's so, just. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say mm-hmm. that you know again the like just the emotion mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you're putting into the performance. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. clearly putting so much passion and energy yeah. into that performance that it's just it's sort of pouring mm-hmm. out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. Literally. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not singing with all that you have, if you're not singing with your passion, if you're not singing with your whole soul, your spirit and your mind and your heart, then what's the point of you singing at all? Yeah. Because if you're just singing to produce notes or to just make noise, then it's not going to touch anything. And so one thing I always pray before I sing is that the Lord would just touch my voice, that it'll pierce the heart of people. Because, I mean, that's what we do it for, because we know that music touches places that words can't. And so mm-hmm. I want to be able to make music and something that comes from me that'll touch the hearts and deeper than what words can touch or things that you can't even put to words. But, you know, the music can touch that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll often say to people that when I hear music that's mm-hmm. just really touching, mm-hmm. um, it, it, I, I'm moved by mm-hmm. it so much that I... That I just get choked up, yeah. like I can't, yeah. I can't talk. I get. Do you remember when I talked to you after one of the shows, and I just said it was an honor to perform with you, share the stage? Did you? Could you tell that I was a little choked up? No. No. Oh, I was so choked up, because just it, it just so mm-hmm. the whole experience has been so emotional, mm-hmm. and and all sure. the great music for sure, and and for just sure. really, it's for just sure. an honor to be Absolutely. on stage Absolutely. to share the same stage. Thank you. Um, and I'll, I'll say like 
there are moments when you feel, I feel, mm-hmm. like, uh, like maybe I wasn't, uh, like, I'm, I'm not worthy of sharing the stage really? with all these. Yeah, no, you, oh. have, you have those thoughts, you know. Those, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. go through your mind. But um, there was just such great talent, of mm-hmm. course, yourself included. But the, the other mm-hmm. uh, choral groups were, were just amazing. Absolutely. Um, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, for, mm-hmm. for many, I know mm-hmm. myself, especially you, you were one of the highlights. So, Thank you so much. Um, you said something just a minute ago mm-hmm. that I want to go back to. Um, you said that it sounded to me like maybe you, you pray before the show and you're asking the Lord, you're asking Jesus to kind of mm-hmm. touch your voice. Absolutely. And so there's definitely a deep spirituality mm-hmm. in like, what you do mm-hmm. and how you perform. And of course... Gospel mm-hmm. sort of yeah. kind of makes sense, yeah. <laughs> but tell me a little bit where does mm-hmm. where does that come from? Well, um, I think it's just I've always had just the deep desire to know who this Jesus guy is. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what they tell you in church of like his characteristics and what he can give you if you just you know live a life with him and a relationship with him. And so, what I've experienced in my own life is. Um, upon listening to other music, um, as far as gospel, I know that it's helped me through rough times. Mm-hmm. And so I know that I want to be able to produce the same type of music where it'll touch the people that same way it did for me. But I know that it can never come through anything that I do. I know it all comes from the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, um, and I know that this is a gift that he's given me. And if I don't give it back to him or if I don't allow him to use it, then like I said before, it's just you making noise. It's just you doing nothing. And I believe that there needs to be an anointing with things that come through because it's the anointing that touches the hearts of people. And mm-hmm. um, even like they were saying, Estonia is one of the most um, atheist countries. Yeah. But I believe because of the power of the Holy Spirit, they were, be, they were able to feel things. And so when people say that they got chills or um, they just felt something moving in them, I automatically know that's the Holy Spirit because yeah. that's something that he does. And so I always pray before I sing that, Lord, I would just first, um, first I would just have an encounter with God myself because I know that it can't, I can't think that he's going to come to y'all if I don't come to him first. And so I always pray that I'll connect with him first. That way he can flow through me mm-hmm. and that um, he just does something that only he can do because I know that when God does something, it's just something that's unmatched, you know, it's just... Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm Yeah, um, so I love the way mm-hmm. you kind of describe the chills. Like, yeah. that's, that's God doing that. That's God. Yeah. <laughs> Through me. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. that's beautiful. I love that. Thank so, um, and, yeah, they've kind of described mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the very kind of really mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. strongly hold on to pagan mm-hmm. beliefs mm-hmm. here. And, um, and and it's the most atheist country mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yet there are churches everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so many beautiful churches. There really are, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, part 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 of that I think is mm. the um, the history of of, sure. of this region. You know, Absolutely. sort of being conquered and and mm-hmm. um, what's the word uh, uh, occupied mm-hmm. by by so many different mm-hmm. cultures. Who who, yeah. who brought that faith in yeah. in, uh, in mm-hmm. those churches in many cases? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what a what a wonderful mm-hmm. opportunity. So we yeah. came here. We. We performed in these mm-hmm. different churches mm-hmm. and people got to come and see. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know, um, I think almost all the repertoire mm-hmm. of all of the different groups was, was some kind of faith-based mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so, in a way, it's ministry. Mm-hmm. For sure. We're, Absolutely. You know, ministering to, Absolutely. to people. And so, that, mm-hmm. you know, that's a neat opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to do that with song um, and, um, you know, with, with your voice in that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, so uh, I, I really mm-hmm. appreciate that perspective. Thank you. For what it's worth. Thank so, you. Yeah. I mean, it's all that I have, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that I have. <laughs> so um, let's kind of talk a little bit more about uh, about school. So you said earlier that you were originally just a vocal major, mm-hmm. vocal, mm-hmm. vocal performance, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but you switched and now you're doing a, mm-hmm. a uh, communications mm-hmm. major with a vocal performance mm-hmm. minor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I want to understand um, a little bit more about yeah. what drove that decision yeah. and kind of the thinking behind that. Yeah. And yeah. Gosh, so. that was one of the toughest decisions I've had to make in my years of college. Um, well, like I said, I've always wanted to be a singer and actress, and so I thought the route to do that was to be a vocal performance major because that's what you're told. Um, and so that was what I chose. I was a vocal performance major, and I've never been the type to completely understand music theory, music history, um, just those type of things because, I mean, it's just hard, you know? Um, in the program that I am in now, they're not set up to teach in different ways that isn't just the the original this 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 like I like to learn different ways I need it uh, explained to me in a different way sometimes I need much more time than other people and so um just the program I I was in just wasn't set up for people to learn like I was Uh um and it was really hard for me because I thought in order for me to allow my dream to come true I have to stay on this path of being a vocal performance major uh-huh. you do that then you do that you know it's a step need, to doing everything you need to get the education yeah. and then yeah yeah I understand but the way that it was just tearing on my mental health and my emotional health was just not a way that was sustainable for me as a human being yeah. um, I had many times where I would walk into a class and I just felt incapable of doing things um, I was even on a point of like being suicidal because I thought oh I just gosh. couldn't do it Wow! and I was given everything that I could but I just couldn't get it right and so when I was talking to my therapist she was saying there's nothing in the world that will make you have to give your life up for something and she said you can get your your, your degree in basket weaving and you can still be a singer <laughs> you don't need a, a degree for that Yeah. and so in that field or in that degree it kind of put me in a box of thinking that I have to be a certain way in order to get where I want to be but I forgot that I have a gift and so if the Lord has given me this gift then he's already going to have a place for me to go even if I don't do the route that everybody else thinks I need to do yeah and so upon talking to her and um my advisors they were saying at first they wanted me to switch to a BA in music so I was a BM so I switched from a BM I switched to a BA my freshman year because I, it was already hard for me uh-huh. um, and so then once they realized I couldn't do that and I thought about music theater but then if I did music theater I would have had to stay extra years to graduate and I wanted to graduate on time with no extra time added and so my advisor said that the only commu- the only degree I could do was communications and I also knew because um, I believe last semester I took an introduction to public health class and when I took that class I realized that I had so many more interests than just music and that opened up my eyes to remind me that we're so much more than just music students music people like we're all given so many different interests so many different gifts and so we don't have to tie ourselves down to just one thing Um, and so upon that discovery uh, my advisor told me that I can only do communications if I wanted to um, graduate on time uh-huh. And so when she told me my options, I had sports communication, health communication, human communication. I love talking to people. If you do human communication, you can go into psychology and therapy. And I um, I really find interest in the way that the mind works. And so I thought about doing human communication. And so here I am 
graduating on time. And the crazy thing is the second that I switched my degree, I learned more in two weeks of being a human communications major than two years of being a vocal performance major. And I began to, my grades uh, went up automatically. I got dean's list automatically. Like everything just switched in my favor because of that one switch. And so I knew I was in the right place. That's great. So um, I really appreciate kind of knowing more about that journey because Mm -hmm. I I have to be honest, I made some assumptions. Really? I did, yeah. So I was thinking, um, yeah, right? (laughs) Typical Typical guy, right? Like (laughs) just jumping to conclusions about. Well, a lot of people jump to conclusions when they don't (laughs) know the story. They they do. Yeah, we fill in the blanks. (laughs) Yeah. And usually we we, we make it worse than it really is. Like that's that's human nature when we fill in the blanks. We we go to dark places. Um, So, but anyway, um, I'll, I'll share a couple of thoughts. I, I want to go back to, to, to the idea of, like, you don't need the degree to be a singer. Um, so my, um, my dad played in a band mm-hmm. um, for 40 years. It was more of a hobby, a side hustle, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever there was conversations about going into music as a career and going to school for music, mm-hmm. he always had a, a little bit of a cynical response mm-hmm. to that. And he said, people who can perform are out there doing it. They're not mm. going to school to learn how. It's <laughs> very true. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that. So uh, anyway, mm. that, that was kind of the, the mentality. Mm-hmm. I um, So when I went to when it was time for me to, to, mm-hmm. to decide if I was going to get, um, you know, a, a degree, I went the very practical route. Mm-hmm. I got a degree in software engineering. Ah. Uh, but music has always been, mm-hmm. music and, and acting and mm-hmm. entertaining has always been kind of in my, um, in my blood, mm-hmm. so to speak, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, uh, and I, and I did it for a time. Mm-hmm. I still do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but it's more of a hobby mm-hmm. for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time when it was, when it was the main thing. Mm-hmm. It was how I paid the bills. Mm-hmm. But, uh, anyway, um, so the conclusion that I jumped to was, well, you, you, you sort of got hit with a sort of a dose of practicality, uh-huh. you know, and, you know, music mm-hmm. is, is a hard business mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. And so you got to have a plan B, yeah. Yeah. um, that, that was sort of the conclusion yeah. that I came to. Yeah. Like, you went yeah. through this sort of plan B mm. sort of strategy. And so it wasn't that so much. No, and I, and I hate the idea <laughs> of having a plan, D, plan B because when I told my family that I wanted to be a vocal performance major um, or anybody outside the family, they would be like, oh, what you going to do with that? And I'm like, live my dream. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember talking to this lady and she was like, you need a plan B. I'm like, what do I need a plan B for if my plan A is going to work? There's no, I don't need a plan B. Because when people tell me that I need a plan B, that means you have some doubt in my plan A. Sure. And if you have doubt in my plan A, which is my dream, then there's an issue right there. And mm-hmm. so um, I just always hate that idea of having a plan B. But also my best friend's mom, she talked to me and she said, it's not the fact of having a plan B. It's the fact of having something that you can um, that can be kind of extra to you because as I said before, we all have different gifts have, yeah. and multiple gifts. And so um, there's a, I'm sorry to get so spiritual, but there's a, um, <laughs> a parable that talks about how God gives uh, us different seeds. And so how we have to be, um, how we have to feed each feed each seed and um, bring it to fruition, each seed. Uh-huh. And so um, it reminded me that, yeah, I've, so like you, you have a, a seed of music, you have a seed of, of engineering, you have a seed of like all these different seeds and you want to mm-hmm. be able to, 
feed each seed in the way that it was given to you. And so if that, with that mindset, it's like, okay, I have a seed of being able to sing. I have a seed of being able to talk to people. I have a seed of being friendly. And I will be able to, uh, to to water each seed in the way that it was given to me, if that makes sense. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and I really love that outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of relating it to myself mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt like there isn't any one job mm-hmm. yeah. that I could do yeah. that would really take advantage mm-hmm. of all of the mm-hmm. different yeah. skills yeah. that I have, the yeah. interests that mm-hmm. I have. Yes, yes, and, yes. And for me, part of that's always been mm-hmm. that I'm maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm a little ADD because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I just like to do so many no. different things. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I, I get sucked mm-hmm. into all these different mm-hmm. things, but uh, I, I really enjoy doing yes. all of those things. Yes. And there isn't any one job or career right. that really could kind of like feed all right. of that. Right, right, right. Um, I, I will say entrepreneur, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, in the right setting yeah, yeah. has that potential because mm-hmm. you, you kind of have to do everything yeah, when yeah. you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. And frankly, I think every musician is an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Well, where should we go next? Well, I was, can I add to that is that yeah, please. you can mm-hmm. also see that um, most famous people, they don't just have this one thing because we all have different mean we all need different means of income. And so you can see with multiple celebrities that they're not just performing, but they also have skincare lines, hair care lines, yeah. like all these things because they realize that you can't just do performing, like you need other ways of income because performing isn't like a steady thing, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. just to add to that. Yeah, no, that's 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 good mm-hmm. good perspective. Mm-hmm. And and it really kind of actually really cements that point mm-hmm. of musicians being entrepreneurs. Yeah. Because so, so many of them have done other yeah, types of businesses. They have. Yeah. They have. So, um, so, all right. Here's where we should go next. Okay. What's next for Maya Barber? Uh, well, I graduate in May of 2024 with my degree. I'm super excited. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything. I'll be going to Wisconsin in October to sing with the Badger State Girl Choir with uh-huh. Dr. Kevin Meidel. Um, other than that, nothing is on my schedule. Not as yet. <laughs> Not as so yet. Um, thinking forward a mm-hmm, little bit, mm-hmm. um, when you sort of imagine, all right, I've got that degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you clearly want to pursue this passion mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. a singer, mm-hmm. a performer, mm-hmm. uh, an actor. Mm-hmm. Where do you kind of like, in a best case scenario, yeah. I could imagine, you know, that, that dream. Yeah. What does that look like? As of now, I would say that dream probably would be, I mean, of course, in New York. But I don't think I would want to be there because New York is too busy. Um, uh-huh. But someplace where I can do a bit of Broadway, do a bit of classical if I wanted to. A place where... Um, I want to be traveling and singing gospel, maybe some old school R&B or music that I've made of my own. Uh But definitely the dream would be to travel around the world, just singing, making some movies, some Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's the dream. Okay. (laughs) So, um, I, you know, one of the things that I saw Mm -hmm. happen here at the, at the event Mm -hmm. is, um, some of the, some of the, uh, the the sort of core personalities mm-hmm. to the festival mm-hmm. were drawn to you. Uh, I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking mm-hmm. of uh, certainly Dr. Meidel. Mm-hmm, you already knew mm-hmm, Dr. Meidel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna space on the name. It's Eric is his first mm-hmm. name. Johnson. Uh, Doctor Doctor Eric Johnson mm-hmm. um, and his wife mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so my sense is that mm-hmm. people really on a subconscious level mm-hmm. kind of see you as a, mm-hmm. something of a star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I, <laughs> all right, bear bear with me here. All right. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and maybe an undiscovered mm-hmm. star. We'll we'll go with that. Okay. But the 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 point I'm trying to make is mm-hmm. there's a there's a certain um, you carry yourself very well in a performance setting. You're you're also at the same time very humble. Thank you. So you, there's a there's there's confidence mm-hmm. there. There is mm-hmm. I, I am a master of mm-hmm. my craft, um, but there's also uh, some humility. Mm-hmm. You're approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know how to just take praise mm, thank you and 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 accept it that's not honestly that's not easy for it's everybody. not it, you know it's so interesting how people see me because the way that the things that go on in my mind <laughs> <laughs> right it's, confidence is not one of the things that is <laughs> well, uh, some probably seem uh, uh, humble because i'm so like ah <laughs> no gosh well um so the, the there's a certain, um, I, I think. I think it's 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 a different thing mm. to be the center of attention, yeah. to to be, yeah. uh, you, you know the, yeah. the sort of focus yeah. of all the attention. As yeah. an individual performer, I'm yeah. not the focus yeah. in this event yeah. of all the attention. The, a lot of times, the the conductors mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. they're the the you know, the 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 maestro, the yeah. you know kind of making it all happen and then solo performers and and and, and so in some ways mm-hmm. i think you share a common experience mm-hmm. in this event because mm-hmm. you're the focus mm-hmm. of a lot of the attention yeah. um yeah. and what i saw was a lot of respect mm-hmm. for people who've been in the field mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. decades mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. your talent mm-hmm. and so they recognize a talent mm-hmm. in you and see you in many ways as a peer as an equal mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what I observed mm-hmm, as an mm-hmm, outsider, mm-hmm. and, um, and and so that's that's a great compliment mm-hmm, to you, mm-hmm. first of all. Thank you. Uh, but the other thing that that I think it does is it mm-hmm. it, it it creates these connections mm-hmm. that you probably didn't know Dr. Eric Johnson before Absolutely. this, right? Mm-hmm. But now you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, mm-hmm. and you know maybe some of the you know the um, the folks that are here. Mm-hmm. In uh, in Balt in the Baltics, the other mm-hmm. conductors mm-hmm. that weren't necessarily you, you didn't necessarily work with, but they you know they were here mm-hmm. and they got to see you perform. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are connections that you can make Absolutely. that you never know where those will lead. Absolutely. So my my advice for you mm-hmm. is to, to to nurture mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. connections mm-hmm. because they might be your next opportunity to yeah, perform sure. or sure. um, you know to get to tour yeah, the world yeah. the way that you kind of described that yeah. you'd like to do. Yeah. Um, so. That's a little bit of observation and maybe a little bit of um, wisdom um, from my own success. Thank you. Uh, you. Stay stay in touch with those folks. Sure. Uh, Nurture those connections. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, You, I think the thing that I sense in you is Mm -hmm. uh, again that humility. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what I would say is that sometimes can be a little bit of a uh, a negative in terms of promoting yourself. People that I know that have been very successful in, in the music or entertainment industry have been people who are really good at self-promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that's hard to do God. when you're humble. Um, because it seems very yeah, arrogant. It it's not natural. It does. It's not at all. Um, not at all. So uh, you, you have to, I think, figure out a, a way to yeah. promote. Yeah. And if you can do that and mm-hmm. still be humble, mm-hmm. I think people will just naturally mm-hmm. just be drawn to you mm-hmm. because uh, of that approachability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, some some thoughts for you there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely speaking on the... It's always been a struggle for me to find the balance between um, like having confidence but being arrogant because I never want to come across as being arrogant. And so I always right. but I, I want to establish this type of security and being confident in my gift. And so it's kind of hard to find the balance between, OK, I'm confident, but I'm not arrogant, I'm grateful, but I'm not I'm not prideful, you know, and so yeah. just trying to uh-huh. make sure you find the balance between the both, because if you're a good singer, or you're a good music musician and you have an awful personality then you're nobody wants you. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. You yeah. Uh-huh. So just trying to make sure that I found that balance and it's been a struggle trying to find that. Um, and in my experience of people um, congratulating me on the performances that I've had, um, it's a bit overwhelming sometimes because sure. I mean it's just it's just so much, sure. and it's yeah. it's like I'm trying to make sure that I accept it and live in the moment, but also sometimes I'm afraid to accept it fully because you never know how the human brain will switch that, and you never know if you'll take it in and become proper, you know. And so it's like okay, I accept yeah. it, but no, you can you can give it to somebody, you know. It's it's a very um, fine line between yeah. confidence yeah. and arrogance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you, you know, so when I've observed you, mm-hmm. I've I've actually had the the conscious question of, is she actually that humble, <laughs> or is she just good at pretending? <laughs> well, do you have your answer? And I hope you have a good answer. <laughs> no, it seems very genuine. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh God! Because I because really like you you were very good at it. <laughs> And I, and I thought, well, okay, it could just be experience, you know, knowing how to, you know, walk the walk, so to speak and, and, and be humble and approachable, but no, you actually are humble and approachable. (laughs) So, um, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you got a good answer to that. Yeah. You know, and I'll have to, I'll have to say that it wasn't probably until this conversation that, that I'd come to that conclusion. Mm. I wasn't sure. (laughs) Well, that's okay. uh, You know, I don't. Had a few interactions and. Um, <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. yeah, she seems very nice. But, um, you know that yeah. again because you mm-hmm. you you put somebody in mm-hmm. that. Again, you're getting a lot of praise. Yeah, you just yeah. did a solo performance, yeah. and and people are just mm-hmm. eating it up, and mm-hmm. um, and so frankly, you do kind of you do that enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just sort of becomes habit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I didn't know what I was seeing. Yeah. Well, I try to remind myself throughout this whole concert and this whole um, tour is that, first of all, so many people have been so nice to me, including you, just been so sweet. And I just had to remind myself that people don't have to be nice to you. They really don't. And so when they are nice to you, you just want to make sure you appreciate it and take it, um, just take it in, but also not make an expectation because when you make things an expectation, um, you just kind of set yourself up for failure. Um, and so with all the praise that I've been getting, I'm just trying to make sure I'm grateful for it because I can sing and if nope, because I have to, if you, 
if you go into performance and you autom automatically expect people to praise you because of your performance, then your motives for performing it is not right in the first place. Mm -hmm. And so I always make sure that when I'm performing, I'm like, no matter what happens, <laughs> God, I just want you to get the glory. And even if nobody says congratulations to me, I just want to be able to like touch somebody's heart. And so I know that yeah. if I please God, then that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if anybody tells me I did a good job or if I did a bad job. It doesn't matter because I know that I, pl I, pl I place I I please God and so whether somebody you know when a lot of people tell me I did a good job I'm grateful for it when one person tells me I did a good uh -huh. job I'm grateful for it because I just pray that one person is touched and so I'll take the one over a thousand That's, of one you know I love that the, the one sheep yeah yeah because I was <laughs> yeah. the one sheep so yeah. sure yeah yeah <laughs> So um, just a thought for you when mm -hmm. you're thinking about did I please God or not. The next time somebody approaches you and says that they got goosebumps, yeah. that, that's your, that's your yeah, sign. Yes, you, it you, is. You pleased yes, God. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, well, we're, we're actually running over the time. Oh, I had kind of wanted wow. to, to wrap up yeah. because I've, I've got uh, – we, we, we've got an event to go to tonight. Yes, we do. Um, uh, we're going to an outdoor uh, open-air museum and then uh, – it's the, the summer solstice, mm -hmm, yeah. and so there's the, the uh, midsummer mm -hmm, festival happening. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But yep. um, So I do need to, to wrap us up. Okay. Um, I had a fleeting thought there, a question maybe. Um, I think it's gone, though. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up with, okay. uh, with all my guests I kind of like to leave with. Mm. Um, is there advice you would give your younger self? Mm. Um, so thinking back and, yeah. you know, you're not that young, yeah. uh, sorry, oh. not that old. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, <Thank you. laughs> not, not that old. So, so I don't know what version of your younger <laughs> self you're talking to here. Um, but, uh, what, yeah. what advice would you give your younger self? Yeah. Um, I would just tell younger Maya to just continue to hang on in there, um, just hang on in there, continue to fight for your dreams and fight for yourself. Even if you don't have anybody around you standing up for you, know that you're not alone and that it gets better at the time. It just, it gets better. So just hold on. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a, that's a theme I hear. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. It is. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's worth it is yeah. generally the, yeah. you know, the kind of, uh, takeaway that I get. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. Because it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. And so many um, people come from so many different walks of life, and you never know people's story and what they go through. And mm -hmm. so it's just, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It, 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 it is, um, yeah. but it's worth it. And I remembered the thought, uh, uh, and, and it sort of ties in here mm -hmm. a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, you, you talked about not needing the audience, mm -hmm. but to just to be up there doing mm -hmm. your thing. And mm -hmm. I... One of the things I always say to people, I play yeah. like nobody's watching. Yeah. So here I'm playing the, yeah. the handbells, mm -hmm. but as we talked earlier, mm -hmm. you know, playing the sax in a jazz band mm -hmm. is kind of my main yeah. thing. And so and cool. people always comment how they yeah. just love to watch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my joke is, well, I play like nobody's watching. Mm. <laughs> because I'm all, like, I'm yeah. very animated when I play. Yeah, I'm all yeah, over the place. Yeah, and yeah. And, um, yeah. uh, and, uh, and it really, like, mm -hmm. that's the point. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I just enjoy mm -hmm. making music. Yeah. And there doesn't need to be anybody there yeah. for me to enjoy yeah. making music. Yeah. So so anyway, that was the point mm -hmm. I wanted to make earlier because something mm -hmm. you said mm -hmm. reminded me mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it, it it is worth it. Like to me, mm -hmm. I get such a high mm -hmm. off of 
making music yeah. that it makes all of the challenges yeah, and everything worth it. So hang in there absolutely. is Maya's advice to her younger self. It, it's worth it. It gets absolutely. better. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we can end with that. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Maya. And uh, when you do come to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I have a show. I'll, but you will. Uh, I would love to, to have you come to one of my shows. Mm-hmm. I'd love to come to your show. Uh, if nothing else, I'd love to have you over. You can meet my family. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, just come and enjoy uh, some time together if, yes. if, if time permits. Yes, so, yes. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, yeah, you bet. All right. With that, we're going to sign off. So See ya. thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and I hope you come back for uh, episode five and, and beyond. Oh, hey, one more thing. We'd love it if you followed us on social. Amperatif on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest. And Amperatif Podcast on Instagram.